Hey folks, welcome back to another edition of Fire and Ice Sports. It is a Friday special edition as we've got a great podcast up for you today, but we are back home in in studio. So rather than three hours southeast, three feet next to me is Bryson Wheeler. As always, my name is Evan Smoke and I'm a sophomore at the University of Georgia. And to my right today is the local ice, Mr. Bryson Wheeler. Bryson, how are we doing being back home after a great first semester of college? Doing great. Bowl season's about to kick off. Lots of really good NFL if they can, you know, stay away from the COVID right now. But ready to watch a lot of football. And we got a football guest here to speak with us today, Thomas Castellanos. How are you doing? Doing very good. All right. Well, Evan, you want to kick us off? So, yeah, Thomas Castellanos is the uh, reigning starting quarterback from our local high school, which is Ware County High School in Waycross, Georgia. He is a UCF football signee now, thanks to uh, Wednesday's early signing day. Um, Thomas, just talk a little bit about that experience. Wednesday, you know, you finally got to put pen to paper, fully commit to the Knights in Orlando. How does that make you feel, you know, after being a Gator for the last four years? Uh, it just felt great, you know, signing, and um, it just went by so fast. Uh, but um, I'm ready to get started and ready to be a Knight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got to see you uh, grow up here, you know, through middle school and high school as we've um, kind of been able to follow your career so far. But, you know, let's go back. Let's talk about what's already happened. How do you feel, you know, looking back on these four years in high school, you know, what do you think you did enough? Did you laugh? Did you have that impact on this program you wanted to have? Uh, I feel like I did. Uh, I feel like I did a lot for this program. Um, I wanted to get a state title, but uh, we fell short this year. But uh other than that, I feel like I had a pretty great four years. Uh, had a lot of great stats and set a couple of records. Probably broke a couple of records, I think. But other than that, I think I had a really, really great four years. Yeah, you did. I remember watching, you know, as a freshman, sophomore, and even some middle school. And, you know, people would ask me, like, he's a heck of an athlete. Can he play quarterback at the next level? You know, back way then, I was kind of like, I don't know if he's a quarterback at the next level. He has the skill set to, you know, be a wide receiver, cornerback, as some schools recruited you. But I didn't know if you were a quarterback yet because if you remember back then, you were kind of the run first kid. You, you would always scramble out of the pocket. We would always fuss, why does he not throw the ball more? But now it's the exact opposite. Sometimes we say, why doesn't he scramble more? You've changed into that quarterback. You know, we doubt the size kind of with you, but you're really stout. You're a strong guy. Yes, you are a little short, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. I mean, you look at some quarterbacks, Drew Brees, Kyler Murray, some of them in the NFL, they, they're short, shorter than you. And so I think you can really do it. You've really changed my mind, been a great quarterback over the course of your career. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that just stands to the testament of who you are as a person. Um, you know, you were pushed down and tried to be forcing into this, well, he's just an athlete box. You know, he's a great quarterback in high school, but he's never going to reach that collegiate status. And when everyone said no, you doubled down, reworked your mechanics, and got there. So um, now you're on your way to Orlando and UCF. Um, talk a little bit about that recruiting process and why, in, you know, why at the end uh, you're going to be a Golden Knight. Well, um, UCF... A lot of people think UCF was my only QB offer. It wasn't. I had other big schools as QB, but the SEC schools and that such wanted me as, you know, athlete, running back, wide receiver, or play defense. But uh, when Gus got the job at UCF, they the first guy they called, they said it was me. So him and JG, Kenny uh, got on me, and then we just built a relationship from there. So that's why I'm going to be a Knight. Yeah, and I remember, you know, going through the whole recruitment process because, I mean, we're we're good friends. I He practically lives with one of our best friends, so we know Tom real well, been around him a long time. But I remember, you know, when the first schools started coming in and then you had the offers from Georgia, they wanted you as a cornerback, correct? Correct. 
Correct. And then FSU wanted you as a running back, correct? correct. And, you know, your cousin went there, Devontae Freeman. Yep. And so Thomas really liked FSU. Is that correct? Yes. But they want him as a running back. And Thomas did not want to play running back at the next level. He thought he was a quarterback, and he is. And so, you know, after the recruitment process, I remember one night I came over here, and who who he practically lives with, who I would call his mom, Miss Stephanie, uh, she comes in, she starts asking me about Gus Malzahn. And, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, he's a good coach. I think he's going to – would you know, develop him well and stuff. And she's like, well, I think he's going to go there. That was after you got back from Elite 11 camp down in Orlando. So, you know, I think that UCF's going to be a really good fit for him. Tell tell us a little more about that. How do you think you scheme in with Gus Malzahn's offense? Uh, Just from the previous quarterbacks like Cam Newton and Nick Marshall with, uh, you know, academic scheme and what he did with those guys. I just feel like my game, you know, kind of matched there. So I feel like I'll fit right in with his offense. No, absolutely. Um, you know, Gus Malzahn was a big – he was the Auburn Tigers head coach for many years. And um, he, had a, he had a winning formula. You know, he never could really get to the precipice or the tip-top pinnacle of college football, but he knew how to beat Nick Saban. And that's one of the few things that a lot of people can't really say. Um, but he did that by having good defenses and athletic scrambling quarterbacks. And someone – Nick that, Marshall. You know, Nick Marshall came from Georgia. You know, an athlete that people said could never play quarterback – took his team to a national championship game. He was a cornerback at Georgia, correct? Yes, corner. Yeah. And then, you know, look at Cam Newton, you know, had the troubles off at Florida. But that was Gene Chizik, so we'll move past it. But Malzorn was on that staff. Um, You know, you look forward even recently with Bo Nix. And, you know, Bo Nix is in the transport portal now, and there's talks of him going back to UCF because Bo Nix and the rest of the previous quarterbacks that Gus Malzahn coach has that great rapport with him. You know, they talk highly of him, and he's got the offensive mind to, you know, use their abilities to the best he can. So, Thomas, you fall into that mold. You are, you know, that athletic running quarterback that, you know, Gus has seemed to go after for all these years. With that being said, what do you think Coach Gus Malzahn can do most for your game? Uh, I feel like he can help me develop, you know, in the passing game as well and help me get better, you know, sitting in the pocket more and and just developing in that position but other than that I just feel like there's really anything he can change about my running and you know me using my legs so well I want to ask though going back to the Bo Nix thing I've heard a lot of UCF talk about maybe even if it's not Bo Nix bringing in just another quarterback because it's hard for a true freshman to start at a really big school lot but what are your thoughts on them bringing in somebody do you like it do you like the competition it could bring Uh, do you feel neglected what what do you think about it well from from this, I think signing day, uh, they already contacted me and let me know, you know, what it was. And they was, you know, honest with me. They said they might bring one in late. Uh, I told them, let's do it. You know, I'm ready to roll, ready to compete. Let me, you know, go out there to start a job. So it's wide open right now. If they do bring somebody in, then they do. They was just going to compete. But if they don't, then it's mine. Uh-huh. No, no, absolutely. You know, and you know, you love to hear that answer type of this, but you know, UCF has been on a program on the rise ever since Scott Frost took the job. I guess that was 2016 when he first started down there. You know, he took them to a New Year's Six Bowl that claimed national championship in 2017. The beating of Auburn in the Peach Bowl, you know, really did. You know, and then the following year, didn't they play LSU? Wasn't was it UCF mm-hmm. LSU? You yes. know, and played them close. So UCF. Hey, you know, has a, had a really good stretch right there. Scott Frost leaves the program, goes to Nebraska. Then you get Josh Heupel in there. Josh Heupel, who is now the current Tennessee head coach, has done great. Gus Malzahn's there. Gus Malzahn is another big name that when he left Auburn, he went immediately down into this floor. 
This program has been rising, and now you're going to get to play at least one season in the American Athletic. We'll talk about it a little bit in the future in a moment, but talk a little bit about the competition you expect to see in the American. You know, Cincinnati is an American team, and they are now in the playoffs. You know, talk a little bit about how you think that will affect your game and make you a better quarterback before you know the future. Uh, I feel like it'll make me a great quarterback, you know, just playing against big teams like that, especially going into the Big 12. I feel like that's just what I need to play Cincinnati and Louisville and those type of guys. So I feel like it'll help me. You know, down the road for the Big 12. No, absolutely. So, yeah, you talked a little bit about it in that answer right there. In 2023, um, the Big 12 has invited UCF to join that conference along with BYU, Houston, and Cincinnati. Houston and Cincinnati you're going to get a little taste of next year, but BYU is an independent that you're going to move on the backside. Now, the Big 12 is not going to be what it is right now due to the departure of Oklahoma and Texas, but this new Big 12 actually might end up being better due to the consistency of the programs they're bringing in. With that being said, you're going to get teams like Oklahoma State, who's in a New Year's Six. You're going to get teams like Baylor, who's in a New Year's Six. You're going to get BYU, who's 12 in the country. Cincinnati, Iowa State. Iowa State, where you've got a running back friend, Cartavius Norton, from their high school, too, that had just signed there. All of this is going to make up for some great matchups in a couple of years. And by that point, you may either you may either be getting your chance at starting or solidifying your starting position. You know, As you look forward, how do you think the Big 12 will shape you as a human? Uh, I feel like you're... It'll help me out, and I feel like it'll you know get my name out there, and you know, and I can prove that I'm really a quarterback, and I can prove that I'm that guy. So I feel like it, like again, it's gonna help me in the future. And hopefully you'll get a chance, you know, maybe some of those schools that offered you as a running back, cornerback, Georgia, Even, Florida yeah. State, and beat them, and you know you can have the last laugh there. But I I got a question for you: Why UCF? Why not? Now I get you know your dream school, Florida State, offered you a running back, and that's why they're. But, like, why didn't you go to one of these other big schools who offered you for quarterback? What was it that made you say, I want to go there? Well, uh, first thing, I, I played 7-on-7 seven seven with Team Cam Newton. And, uh, you know, I feel like Cam Newton and Gus was very close. And Cam Newton played in my played a big part of my role of committing to UCF. Because we have a great relationship, and they have a great relationship. So he was just, you know, in my ear about that. But other than that, Gus Malzahn, I just, uh, you know, his history with quarterbacks like me, and just, you know, him, just his history. So I feel like him, that's what really got me there at UCF. And what about the city? Because I know I've been, I've even been to a camp down in Orlando with you. So what do you like about the city? The people, the all the amusement parts? What, what is it? Another thing is I always wanted to play in Florida. That was my goal was to go back, you know, because that's where I'm visiting from. So it was to go back and play in Florida no matter where it was. But Orlando is just amazingly nice. It's, like, really pretty. The campus is really nice, and it's, it's just something I've never seen on campus or from another college. Oh, absolutely. I mean, people hardly talk about this, but I'm almost positive UCF is the largest public enrollment. It in is 70,000 plus. It's insane. Yeah. You know, um, so, you know, that's going to be a big adjustment moving from a small town, but you'll be able to get through it, you know, especially isolated in the football program with that as a buffer zone between that and regular campus. Um, you know, that seems like a great part of this, but I know you have a great relationship with, correct me if I'm wrong, is it the quarterback's coach or the offensive coordinator? Uh, quarterback's coach. Quarterback's coach. Talk a little bit about that relationship because I know that had to be a big part of your recruitment. Uh, coach Kenny, he's, he's my guy. He he was the first guy that, you know, jumped on me, and uh, he called me, and he was the guy that built a relationship with me, and we just throughout the period before I committed and stuff like that, before I, the commitment even came up, before the offer, before I even got the offer. We was uh, talking for a couple of months. I met his family. You know, we did a lot of stuff. Uh, Coach Kenny was just amazing to me, and he uh, showed me that he had a really good faith in me that I can, you know, be the next guy for them. Speaking of, though, offense coordinators, Gus Malzahn called the plays down there. 
I think so. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I would assume. Sweater vest doesn't like to give up play calling that much. <laughs> um, well, you know, we're, we're kind of getting into the back end of the interview, so I, I'll, I'll kind of turn it to you. You know, we talked a little bit about, you know, let's before we move fully into college, let's look back at high school. What, what was your favorite memory of playing at Ware County High School? Uh, my favorite memory is, has been a year that Lowndes County went to state championship versus Marietta. Uh, we played them. I was a freshman. I ran a 99-yard touchdown, and it got called back. So I have to say that one. <laughs> yeah, the, the result was not what we wanted, but as someone who was in that stands and watched it, it was a very masterful run, you know, broken tackles, juke moves, you know, full full heart on the field, you know, in a, tr- in a valiant comeback effort, you know, that fell short. Part and due to that bad call, but I digress from that. Now we're in college. I got a question, though, about another play. Do you remember the play at Wayne County? I think it was your tenth or eleventh grade year. The jump pass. What what made you do that? Because like it was not really needed, but I loved it. That's probably my favorite play. What what did that come from? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, I just know the play broke down, and I was trying to get out the pocket, and I turned around and did like a three sixty a couple of times, and I broke a few guys, and then I just seen a wide. I was gonna run, but then I seen a wide open receiver that was standing in the end zone, so I just said. Forget it, I'm going to jump and throw it. And I jumped and threw it. I just remember looking at Isaiah, and I was like, what was that? And he's like, I don't know, but it worked. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, hey, if, you, if, it, if it works, it works, you know. We're now into college. You, you, you are going to be an early enrollee, I assume. Um, so you're going to leave January 8th, I believe that is your date. Um, so you're going to move in, you know, try to be there in spring training, get down there, get a part of the Knights culture, you know, and get ready for this upcoming 2022 football season. With all of that being said – um, what are your goals at UCF? What, what do you strive to do while, and your tenure there? Uh, well, the first year, my first year, I'm, I'm, my goal is to go in and start, you know, win, go undefeated and win that American Conference. And then my second year is to go undefeated in a Big 12 Conference and win that conference, you know, maybe what it has been, you know. But uh, those are my goals, to, you know, win the conference championships and, you know, maybe national championship. And win Heisman. So. I remember Coach Strickland the other day at your son and talking about the Heisman. He was saying that he could see you or Kaka, either one being at that ceremony. And yeah, I had never thought of that. You know, we've always just been good friends. I've never thought about like the big picture down the road, but I was just like, I, I could probably see both yeah. of them as well there. So, well, first of all, I do want to invite if you ever go to New York <laughs> for it. But do you see that as a realistic possibility? Yeah, I, I actually do, but just, you know, the stats and, you know, the stuff that I do on the field and throughout the season. So I feel like if I do the same thing that I did in high school and college, I feel like it, I can really win the Heisman Trophy. I agree because, I mean, you're that dual threat type of quarterback, the, you know, Lamar Jackson who won a Heisman, something like Kyler that. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Baker. Yes, Baker. Yeah. So long line of dual threat quarterbacks. He's going to put be putting up numbers both sides of the ball, passing for two, 300 a game, probably running for 100 a game. UCF fans, y'all got a good one. But dual threat quarterback. Yeah, and like I know, I know a lot of people listening to this was like, "Oh, that's such lofty goals." But like, if you don't have that ability to believe in yourself, if you don't have that ability to strive to be at that top of game, then how are you ever going to get yeah. there one day? You have to, you have to be confident in your abilities. And as someone who's watched this kid mature and turn into the player that now is going to UCF as a quarterback, I can promise you he has that confidence in him. Or and he also has that ability to do and deliver on those promises. So, you know, we wish you the best of luck. We're so happy, you know, that we've got to see you grow up. You know, UCF is getting a really good kid. I know we keep saying that, but, you know, just a good kid and a good football player that's going to have everything in front of him. You know, the only thing we ask you to keep your head on straight and do what you do best, and that's play football. 
Um, before that, it's like, I'm going to give you the opportunity now that you can thank anybody you want. I mean, and you, you don't have to. You can, you can be like, ah, no comment because I don't want to forget anybody. <laughs> but just like, I know there's a lot of people out there that's helped you get to this point. So, you know, just want to have a medium for you to get that uh, off your chest. First thing first, you know, I'll thank the man above for the ability that I have and, you know, the blessing that he's given me. And then other than that, you know, family, community, uh, teachers, coaches, uh, Coach Kenny, Coach Gus for believing in me and let me be their quarterback and their guy. You know, a lot of people play a role in this community and for Ware County is just, just amazing. So I just want to say I thank everyone. If I forgot anybody, I thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. good little uh, clear up at the end. Don't want to miss anybody out. But uh, right before you go, I want to ask you, how is Coach Gus doing? I know he's been on crutches the last couple of weeks. How is he progressing back into spring ball? Uh, he's doing good. He was um, on crutches, and I, I think he still is, but he's starting to walk a little bit now, so I think he's getting there. Okay, well, that's good, you know. Um, we thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity now. You got anything else to say? You want to say anything? Oh, yeah. UCF, future of college football. All right. I like the answer. Yeah. But, and uh, I plan on – me and Isaiah were talking about today that I plan on probably going to your spring game whenever you can be getting some playing time down there early. So, we plan on coming to watch some. I remember y'all go to my Florida Gators in 2024. <laughs> so, that will be a fun one to go watch. But also, before we wrap up, I want, I want a score prediction for the bowl game. Woo. I say we on top. I say UCF win 28-17. All right. Well, you see, it is my Florida Gators, as I said. But we do have a lot of, you know, players opting out. Her, Anthony Richardson, her, Emery's going to get the start. I actually do have UCF as well in a very close one. I got UCF by three. Yeah, I think I'm with the UCF by three. By three. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess we can wrap it up. You know, we usually say go Braves, go Falcons, but let's end it by saying go Knots today. Yes, Charge on.